Welcome to Real Estate Experts. Join us to democratize the secrets to real estate for everyone, everywhere. Thank you for being here. Let's see what our experts have to say today. In three, two, one, you're on air. Good morning and welcome to another day in the West Las Vegas Thomas neighborhood brought to you by Nevada Partners. Nevada Partners became the lead agency for the West Las Vegas Thomas neighborhood, which is a bold, place-based, collective impact initiative designed to advance equity in just five key areas, health, education, employment, housing, and civic and social justice. We are building a coalition of more than 50 multi-sector partnerships addressing significant health disparities, achievement gaps in education, double-digit unemployment, affordable housing, and fighting disparities in voting and criminal justice. Nevada Partners is fighting now more than ever to collectively provide innovative solutions to help make the American dream accessible and affordable to all. We do this through a framework of five pillars, healthy children, families, and community, education and youth development, the future of work, affordable housing and wealth creation, and civic participation and social justice. Each radio show focuses on one pillar, and today this pillar will be affordable housing and wealth creation. We have two distinguished guests with us, Kathy Thomas Gibson and Chris Quaresma Prim, who are leading the work of this pillar. We also have Ella Garcia, the project manager for this pillar, on behalf of Nevada Partners, and I am your host, Kennedy Cobbin Richardson. Let's first start, start with Kathy. Kathy Thomas Gibson is the director of community services for the city of Las Vegas with more than 20 years of experience implementing federal grant programs. She's often a convener of key stakeholders and has successfully addressed complex, long-standing problems through collaborative leadership approaches. She has been with the city for four years and previously served as the city's community resource manager. Thomas Gibson oversees key projects addressing homelessness affordable housing development, education, youth services, neighborhood revitalization, and services for special needs populations. Hi, Kathy. How are you? Good morning. I'm fabulous. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Thanks for being here. We're so excited to get into a conversation with you about lots of things, but we'll start with equity. Um, so my question for you, Kathy, is what would equity look like in the West Las Vegas Thomas neighborhood? Thank you for asking that question. If you don't mind, I'd like to actually start with a, an equity statement around acknowledging that our work is occurring on the traditional lands of the Paiute people. And one of the reasons we do land acknowledgments is to remind people that there is current uh, oppression disparities and unjust practices. And one of those includes not acknowledging indigenous people where we are doing our work. So thanks for indulging me in that. Now on to equity. What does equity look like in the historic West Side and the 100 plan? Well, equity is an important uh, effort because it means that we are ensuring that all of the residents in the community actually have access to resources, tools, information, everything they need to transform their lives. And it's embedded in a plan that actually started with the residents. The 100 plan is an acronym for Historic Urban Design and Redevelopment. 
And that plan was generated actually by the residents of the historic West Side and brought to the city of Las Vegas. And subsequently it was adopted. So what equity looks like is bringing that plan that was generated by stakeholders working with um, students out at UNLV's design studio to articulate what matters most to them. It's important that when we look at equity, we remember we're not always talking about equality, treating everybody exactly the same way. Equity is about giving people what they need to fully engage in the social, political, and economic structures. And so the 100 plan represents exactly that. Residents articulating a vision of what they want the historic West Side to be. Equity means that we partner with them on their vision and bring that vision to fruition so that the residents there can enjoy the benefits of their historic community. And so what can residents really expect to see uh, as the redevelopment happens? How long does it take? Um, what can we see today? What can we expect to see by the summer? All those things. Indeed. So the vision that is the 100 plan is broken into phases. And so there will be several implementation strategies. And we're currently working on phase one. What residents can expect to see are what we call catalytic investments. That means the city working with the private sector to invest in projects that jumpstart other kinds of redevelopment efforts in the historic West Side. The very first thing that they can actually see right now is the Workforce Innovation Center. And that's going up adjacent to the historic West Side School. And it's intended to address the high unemployment issues that have been longstanding. Pre-COVID, unemployment was at 15% on the historic West Side. It was triple what it is in the rest of the county. And so the Workforce Innovation Center is looking to bring training and jobs in key industries that are related to technology and industry, um, healthcare, the evolving construction trades, um, and things where we may have been left behind before because members of our community didn't necessarily possess those skills or didn't add um, technology to transition their skills into the new economy. So if you drive down D Street, you can see the very first building for the Workforce Innovation Center already going up. And that full three acre campus will be built out with a um, large scale uh, training facility, classrooms and meeting space. Moving forward, what residents can see are the things that they identified in the 100 plan, more housing, more opportunities for entrepreneurship and small business support. They can also anticipate seeing a big investment in the rich social and cultural aspects of the community, including uh, performing arts and an African-American museum. They can see more practical things over the next three years, like uh, vertical gardens at the James Gay Park location. One of the things residents have said for years is that there's very poor access 
to fresh fruits and vegetables, and we don't have a really solid grocery store providing that at an affordable price to our residents. And so what residents can expect to see is vertical gardens that will not only uh, bring fresh fruits and vegetables, but will also represent an opportunity for us to create additional jobs in a growing industry uh, with that niche um, fruits and vegetables and, and other healthy eating opportunities. And the last thing folks can expect to see within this first phase, which is about three years, is a comprehensive health and wellness center. We know that one of the disparities that we see most often in communities of color is outcomes in health and well-being. And we want to build a comprehensive center that not only works with folks after they get sick, but works to do prevention and intervention services so that we can live uh, our healthiest and best selves. I heard that that started, you know, from a from the community. How did all of this happen? How did this come about? Make sure somebody turn that background down. I think the question was, how did this come about, Kathy? Uh, thank you. The 100 plan came about when a group of concerned residents uh, spoke with a former council person who, and said, you know, you, you guys got a lot of plans on the shelves, but are you moving anything forward? And uh, he blessed sort of a process where the constituents would work directly with uh, graduate students at UNLV and do a visioning process. And that is the original 100 plan. And that plan talked about eight big moves that the residents wanted to see to transform the historic West Side into a modern version of its vibrant self. A lot of folks who are new to the area don't know that the historic West Side was once a very dynamic and active commercial and residential center for African-Americans living in the Las Vegas Valley. And it had uh, many of the things, people often compare it to uh, Fremont Street or the Strip in terms of its economic vitality. Well, all of that has been lost through a series of um, events and policies and practices. And the residents wanted to, frankly, hold the city accountable for reinvesting in the historic West Side in ways similar to the investment that, are ha that has been happening and other uh, downtown urban core or the medical district, et cetera, because the historic West Side is a part of our urban core. Once that initial plan was done, they brought it to the city's planning department and then brought it to the full city council who adopted it. The city council adopted it and made it an official part of the city's downtown master plan. And where we are now is taking that vision statement created by actual residents and other stakeholders 
and moving it to implementation stage. So we are working uh, with city staff and uh, residents in the community, our uh, local culture bears, uh, Clay T. White and Miss Brenda Williams, to move this just from an idea to some actuality. And so there have been a number of uh, community meetings, and we kind of hit a wall when COVID uh, came about. We've regrouped. And now we're doing a lot of virtual meetings. We are still doing some community-based meetings uh, with the community of faith and with other stakeholders as well so that we can actually see this come to fruition, that all of those uh, grand ideas that the residents call the big eight moves are now evolving into implementation strategies that really will result in transforming the community. Kathy, that sounds so amazing. Congratulations on um, all that you're doing and, and the team. It's, uh, it's exciting. And I, I'm in the West Side all, all the time, every day, basically working and, and playing. And so I look forward to um, all of those wonderful things happening. So we also have Chris Quaresma Prem um, with us today. He is the general manager of Las Vegas, um, of Homey Las Vegas, a mission-driven real estate company committed to making home ownership accessible and affordable by simplifying an outdated and overcomplicated home buying process. Chris is extremely passionate about closing the racial wealth gap. Prior to joining Homey, Chris created Las Vegas coalitions for zero fatalities at Lyft and led various initiatives to help people gain access to medical services. Prior to Lyft, Chris launched Uber in Las Vegas. Very, very busy guy. Um, and he's up to some new things that we really want to hear about. And so uh, we talked with Kathy, you know, about equity uh, in the neighborhood and what that looks like to her. And it's also related to um, the racial wealth gap, as you said, you're very passionate about. And I do believe that home ownership um, is connected to the racial wealth gap. What can you tell us more about that connection and um, perhaps your philosophy around solving that? Sure. Thank you for the opportunity to be here today, Kennedy. And it's an honor, uh, Ms. Kathy, to be able to uh, speak uh, with you today. Um, so right now I'm the general manager for, for a real estate company. We're brand new to Las Vegas. And um, as you begin to kind of look at uh, the history of real estate in Las Vegas and across our country, um, you begin to learn some very interesting things. Um, you know, real estate has been one of the most reliable ways for families to build wealth over generations. And so if you go back 50 years, if you go back 100 years, someone's great grandmother may have bought their family's first home for $7,000. The next generation, that home is worth $30,000. And the next generation, $300,000. And depending on where you live, your, your family may have an asset worth a million bucks. Um, but there are concepts um, uh, like redlining and discriminatory practices in real estate that, that are a reality and prevented many families, especially African-American families, from getting the lending and the resources to be able to, to buy homes. And so there is a significant home ownership gap, a racial home ownership gap that exists in Las Vegas and America. Uh, and it is especially... Um, present here in Las Vegas. Um, so the, the racial home ownership gap 
is directly tied to a racial wealth gap. And here in Southern Nevada, if you are living in an African-American household, you are about half as likely to own that home compared to our neighbors in, in white households. And so what, what we want to start working on is, um, is closing this, this racial homeownership gap. That is really awesome. Um, and I love uh, the examples that you gave. And so with that being uh, the attitude that you have, um, what is the mission of Homey um, or Make Home Possible, the coalition that you're developing and who else was involved? Yeah, thanks so much for asking. So once you're aware that there is this racial home ownership gap, um, we started to talk to uh, our fellow community members um, uh, to start seeing who's doing work um, in this area. And there are so many amazing people working on this issue. Um, and, and that really was the genesis uh, to create a coalition called Make Homes Possible. And the mission of this coalition is to try to close the racial home ownership gap in Southern Nevada by helping thousands of families connecting them with the resources to get on a path to, to home ownership. And um, the people who have raised their hand um, uh, and picked up the phone to, 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 to really lead here are folks like uh, government entities like the Nevada Housing Division, uh, Ms. Kathy from the city of Las Vegas. Uh, we have amazing leadership uh, from NGOs here, uh, Ken Evans from the Urban Chamber of Commerce, of course, uh, Nevada Partners. Uh, we have a multiple uh, down payment assistance programs um, and organizations like NARAB as well. So, so far there are 10 amazing community leaders. Uh, it's a public-private partnership. And what we're doing right now is just kind of taking an assessment of who's doing what, right? Um, and, and once we have an idea of who's doing what, what we'd like to do is just create a pipeline, right? Um, the, the, the data is stark. The, um, the gap is, is real. Um, we, we would need to have an incremental 25,000 African-American households to reach parity um, with, with white households here in Southern Nevada. And so for us, building generational wealth, it, it is a long-term goal. Uh, it is an audacious goal to try to help 25,000 families buy a home. Um, but if we break that up, into little chunks, right? Like, can we get a 10th of it this year, right? Can we help 2,500 families get on the path to home ownership this year? And, and, and I think we can, um, and, 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 and really, if we don't try, we're not going to. Like, we have to do something. And so, so what all these coalition members offer um, it, it are, is a pipeline. And, and so the, the first, piece of all of this is is just awareness there are amazing down payment assistance programs right now that people don't know that they qualify for people in our community and african-american families they already have the credit and the savings and they may not know that with a down payment assistance program buying a home can be more affordable than renting. And you don't have to come up with first month's and last month's rent. And you may not have to deal with a landlord that may not have your best interest in mind. And so what we wanna do is, is first of all, just create a, a list and a website of all of the resources available to you. Um, second, we are going to film 
um, workshops, online workshops that give you access, uh, home buying classes to, to, to many um, of, these, of these programs. Then, because not everyone learns best over you know, iPhone or iPad or, or webinars, um, once it's COVID safe, we want to go out into the community um, and, and host these types of home buying workshops for you um, as well. Now, in addition to all these online resources, some that exist now, some that are new that we're going to create, um, um, some families may need some coaching. Right, and, and we're so thrilled to be working with Nevada Partners to, to provide this, these, this housing coaching to connect you to the right down payment assistance program if you need it. If you need help uh, thinking about personal finances uh, and credit services, we have people who can, who can help you with that too. Um, so in some public-private partnership, uh, creating this pipeline to help thousands of families here in Southern Nevada get on the path to, to home ownership. That is so great, Chris. Thank you. Um, closing that racial wealth gap and doing it the way you're doing it is amazing. Um, so Ella Garcia, who is the project manager for the West Las Vegas Promise Neighborhood Affordable Housing and Wealth Creation Pillar, um, do we have any Facebook questions? This is a, an exciting conversation. So is there anyone asking some burning questions that we can answer for today? Wow, that was a long title, but thank you for the introduction. Um, yes, we do have a question, and I was just going through the feed right now. It looks like we have a question, and the question is, how can I learn more about the 100 plan? And I know that was a topic uh, Miss Kathy uh, was talking about. So what I did is I actually posted a link and I will be pinning it to the comments so that it's available for you to look at even after the live is over. But that link will direct you to the city's website and it'll give you some um, external links as well so that you can even go further into the to the 100 plan and just really just learn about what that is and how it, how it affects the community. Um, Another question that I got in. Uh, we could just offer the, the website for that. So I think that's um, lasvegasnevada.gov, um, just for the listening audience who may not be online. So lasvegas.gov, and I think it's forward slash Richland. Uh, you can also go or historic website. Um, so lasvegasnevada.gov forward slash historic website. Also, you can go to the Ward 5 page, uh, and there's a link there for the plan and implementation. Go ahead. Awesome. awesome. Thank you for covering that part. I <laughs> forgot about the listeners on the radio. Um, did have one more question. Um, what programs are still being offered for down payment assistance? Um, so yes, times are a little bit uncertain, but there are a lot of funds available for people who are still looking to buy a house. Um, there's a lot of agencies out there that are HUD approved housing counseling agencies that are willing to offer you down payment assistance, uh, first time home buyers education, there's also um, agencies who are out there willing to offer you pre-purchase counseling. All of these things are important if you're looking to purchase a home. Um, I did post on our Facebook Live the website for the HUD-approved housing counseling agencies. And for those of you that are listening on the radio, the website is www.hud.gov forward slash states forward slash Nevada homeownership forward slash buying programs. Okay. So if you're looking to buy a house and uh, you want to get educated or you need pre-purchase counseling 
or just want to know what your first steps would be, you can either contact um, Nevada Partners at 702-844-8000. My name is Ella, and I can get you connected to a housing counselor or get you connected to another um, HUD-approved housing counseling agency that will be able to assist you and provide down payment assistance, first-time home buyers education, or just get you started on the right path. Um, one more question that I had in the chat is how can I, um, I'm not a homeowner now, but what would be my first step? So that's a really great question. Um, buying a home is a really long process and adding down payment assistance to that is a whole nother process in itself. So if you're looking to purchase a home and you want to become a, uh, a homeowner and it's your first time going through the process, I would say your education is key. That is something no one can take away from you. So I would definitely recommend you to get um, to take a course, to take a home buyer's education course. The classes are usually around um, eight hours long. Um, due to COVID, a lot of the agencies are offering the classes online um, on the website that I just posted for the HUD website. Um, that also gives you the link for HUD approved housing counseling agencies that offer first time home buyers education. If you prefer to get your um, education from Nevada Partners, I have no problem doing that. You can call me at 702-844-8000. And my name is Ella and you can call me directly or ask for me directly. You can also email me if you're interested. My email address is egarcia at nevadapartners.org. Thank you so much. And those classes are offered both in English and in Spanish. So that is amazing. So for my two guests, Chris and Kathy, um, we're almost at the end of our show. And so if you had one thing that you wanted to uh, let listening audience know, um, what would that be? And I'll start with you, Chris. Sure. Um, for me, um, it would be that this coalition to make homes possible, it, it stands for, for equity. And um, many people believe that um, sort of owning a home is equated with uh, achieving the American dream. Um, but there is such a huge gap in home ownership that, that currently there is unequal access to uh, achieving the American dream. And I am so uh, honored to be working with so many community leaders to kind of to, to take action. Uh, there, the, the racial home ownership gap is a real thing. Um, there are resources for us to help close the gap. Um, closing the racial home ownership gap is tied to closing uh, the, the wealth gap. And um, I think that, um, you know, working together on this audacious goal will be tough, but, um, but we have to start. Um, and so stay tuned, uh, a ton of resources are, are coming your way. Awesome, Chris, thank you. And so Kathy, what's one thing that you'd like the listening audience to remember um, as a result of your participation today? Well, if I can cheat a little bit and have two things. First thing is recognize this leverage, right? We've got promised neighborhoods. We've got the 100 plan. We've got making homes possible that all were, uh, could be standalone programming, standalone initiatives. But we are smart enough to understand that we're stronger together. And so we are leveraging our, not only our resources in terms of time and money, but uh, resources in terms of knowledge and human capital. Like we, if we work together, we can transform the entire society. I'll start with the West side, but 
the goal really is to transform our entire society so that it reflects an equitable, strong, vibrant society. So um, connect the dots, people. Notice how we're all working together to make this happen. Uh, the second thing I, I really want people to know is that they don't need to be fearful and they don't need to feel powerless. Got about 40 this, seconds. This information will uh, help you if you put it to work. And we are powerful when we use knowledge in service of ourselves and in service of others. We do. Thank you so much. Uh, this has been an awesome conversation. And you're right, Kathy, there are communities like this that are all over the nation that have been historically segregated, have been disinvested, um, and need this type of attention from community leaders like you two. I just want to say, Chris and Kathy, thank you so much for all that you do. Um, for our residents um, and what, we'll, what we can do going forward. And I hope we can multiply and amplify that impact. So thank you to our listening audience. Again, give us, uh, let us know if we can serve you. We'd be glad to do that. Um, and we will see you on the next one. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for tuning in. I have tremendous gratitude for our guests and you listening now for joining our mission of democratizing real estate education around the world. If you want to learn more from our experts, our mission, and get involved, then please visit realestateexperts.org to get started. Who knows, you might even be a guest on a future episode.